0: Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on where you are in the world and what time it is when you're tuning in. This is Perrin Desports, and I'm your host for the Group Practice Accelerator podcast from Polaris Healthcare Partners. If you're an entrepreneurial dentist or other healthcare provider, and you're interested in building an enterprise platform, wait, what is that? Hold on. This is not a typical episode of the Group Practice Accelerator podcast. It's a little bit of an insight into a conference we're going to be hosting at the, in Florida the middle of May. I'm joined today by DeWalker Sinha, my co-founding partner here at Polaris, and we are incredibly excited about an event that we're calling Building Your Enterprise Platform, Leadership and Leverage for Scale. It's going to be May 10th through 12th in Fort Lauderdale at the Marriott there. There'll be links in the show notes to access registration and more details about the event. This is going to be super cool and we've been in the planning process for pulling this thing together and pulling it off for quite a few months now. Let me see if I can tee it up. First and foremost, DeWalker, thanks for joining me behind the microphones again today. How are you doing? Good
1: morning. Thanks for everyone and I look forward to seeing you guys in Fort Lauderdale.
0: Yeah, this is going to be uh it's going to be a lot of fun. So let me set the table here for a second. Um- as everybody knows in the audience we work with uh, call it emerging groups doctor founded debt funded however you want to put a bow around it you know could be two locations could be 20 locations could be 50 locations they're all up and down the span most of the subject matter we put out and most of the conferences we host and most of the conferences we attend are really focused on the one to two to three to four location maybe it's somebody who's really just getting the boat off the dock that being said many of the clients we work with who are at three to five to eight locations face a decision and the decision is do i or do i not invest dollars time and effort in legal structure financial reporting structure a leadership team and building a full blown call center. Do I really pay the price to start to build an administrative infrastructure, an operational DSO or a platform? And that is a huge decision point. There are a number that elect not to do that. They'd rather stay at three to five to six locations and not centralize administrative infrastructure. Then there are others who say, I'd really like to build a 10, 20, 50 location business. And I know to do that, I've got to build a formal management company, a legal structure, an operating structure that supports all the practices that it manages. And that call center function is key to making it all happen. Where do I go for resources to learn how to do that? And if you're like us, you know, there really aren't any. Up until now, that's the whole premise behind why we decided to put on this conference. So first and foremost, this is all about building enterprise-level platforms. Again, the May, the dates in May are May 10th through 12th, and it's going to be in Fort Lauderdale. Details in the show notes and registration will be live. If you're hearing this, the links will all be up. So I hope you're gonna make time to be with us uh, and and all the information will be in in some of the show notes. Topics to cover are why you should or possibly shouldn't build a platform. Do you wanna sell the business or scale the business? That's the the decision point to make here. We're gonna talk call center execution. There's a tremendous amount to get straight on financial performance uh, as it relates to financial reporting. Obviously, recruiting your leadership team. What does the C-suite look like in terms of form and function, and who are the people and the positions that actually fill it? What about scaling culture in remote locations and the keys to business development in terms of growth strategy and that all-important equity on balance sheet? This is truly group practice at an enterprise level. For the emerging market, so DeWalker, let me take a beat here. Welcome you into the show once again, and share with uh, with our audience some of your insight and the rationale around why we're building and offering this conference.
1: Yeah, so I, I think you know when you know our audience members have a full breadth of seminars throughout the year, or uh, you know education symposiums throughout the year, and you know what we're trying to do is you know d- different as you stated from our initial offerings which is for entry level somebody thinking about building a group trying to understand what a building group practice may be and and if, if you'd like to kind of get some feedback on that you know last October we did a seminar on that we're happy to connect you with some more audience members from that October event that you can kind of understand what that was about like because we're going to offer one of that one of those again in October of this year so i think we're going to create that cadence not every october about entry level. You're thinking about building a group. You may have a group to understand what that means to you and the journey you want to uh, uh, undertake uh, out there. But this one that we're doing in May is, is different in the fact that you've kind of hopefully attended one of our other events, done a discovery day with us, done a seminar, one of our other events uh, in the past. And you've kind of said, okay, I want to build a group. Um, I'm at three locations. I'm at 15 locations. And I'm, I'm trying to understand the tactical things that I need to be thinking about and the things I'm thinking about is, you know, building a call center and centralization. I think what, what we found very unique in the market is that you have amazing um, revenue cycle management companies um, you know, back office companies that are there that out, you can outsource to. And we've had clients either directly engage Polaris for consulting services or just call us and said, hey, you know, I'm thinking building a call center and something that can help me understand how to, you know, centralize these offerings, create a better experience for my employees, my team members, to make sure that they are more focused on it. Uh, and I'll give an example, you know, uh, you know, if you are thinking about a call center, you might be asking the question, okay, my phone's ringing a lot, and when a patient comes in, my team's distracted if they should, you know, pay attention to the patient that just walked in, or potential patient that just walked in to schedule an appointment. Or should I answer the phone, which might be a potential patient or an existing patient that I need to address? And your front office is 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 in a quandary, like trying to see which one is the priority. And what we want people to understand is, okay, is there a better way to allow that patient that walked in your door to be engaged, and, and also the patient that calls in or that uh, uh, for a billing issue or a new patient appointment or rescheduling a thing, but them to be engaged in a back office uh, uh, environment and provide both of them best-in-class service, okay? And how do you do that to make sure everything we have in our back office is gonna look and feel the same as if they had a front office person? I think that's probably one of the number one things people are concerned about as they think about um, patient experience. And then also, you know, there are concerns around attrition of patients and, you know, are things gonna be happening the same way if my front desk was talking to them? And I think there's a way to do that successfully. Um, And sometimes it may not make sense to do it in-house. So we're actually very agnostic to it. So as we're offering this new uh, uh, course here, right, I would highly encourage you that if you currently have a call center um, or centralized back office, uh, you know, three, five, 15 locations, and you're trying to figure out, hey, am I working under optimum conditions? And can my team perform better in a centralized back office role and a call center environment? Or... Should I go in and build one? And why would I build one? What does the cost look like? What does the journey look like? What is the execution going to look like? Then you need to be attending this event. If, and we have great content over the next, those 11th, 10th, 11th, 12th, just for this one event, because I think this one course will give you the idea and the understanding of you know are you executing the way you intended to do if you already have a call center in the back office? And if you're thinking about building one, what does the journey look like? What are, what are you going to be focusing on? The why, right? And, and understanding, you know, the, the section we call is creating economies of scale. What does that mean to you? And some of our audience members that engage us for call center execution are going to be, we may determine keeping it in-house doesn't make sense, and we're going to work with you on a process to outsource it and manage that with you. Right, to make sure that, that execu- outsourcing that that aspect is going to be working as well for you or close to as if you kept it in-house. And it just, the economics just compete to keep it in-house based on your journey of where you may want to be in three to five years. And there is a curve of of, uh, of amortizing the cost over time as far as how long you're going to be in the business to, to retain that business for yourself. So I think this call center execution is going to be very meaningful to anyone that attends that's thinking about building a call center. Um, or has a call center to understand how to create patient experience, employee experience, grow the business, and not lose the fundamentals that somebody would have started with and said, here's my vision for the business I wanna build and how we wanna engage our team members, our employees, our doctors, and how we wanna engage our patients. And I think the number one concerns that we see from a lot of our principal doctors, they as I'm scaling this, I feel like I'm losing our initial value proposition. In the core of our business, we wanted to do well. We want to retain that, and we feel there's a successful way to do it. And for that, this content for the call center execution will deliver that.
0: Yeah, I think that uh, this is really the big stumbling block for people, right? When they when they start building a group, uh, even if they work with a savvy accounting firm that does cost center allocations and and you know DSO type reporting for for management services agreements purposes, they typically have the the headcount. Fairly light in the uh, in the corporate office, and it's usually administrative functions only, and they don't dip a toe in the water on centralizing uh, uh, the the number one functions in a call center that can create the greatest headcount reduction in the practices and create the greatest efficiencies uh, and ultimately the greatest level of EBITDA margin expansion. Um, and the reason that they don't. Uh, most most people don't elect to do that is because there isn't a, a blueprint for doing that. It's kind of trial and error, and it's figure it out on your own. And that's a pretty doggone uh, daunting proposition. So I think there is uh, a way to do that with IS and IT considerations. I think there's a way to do that with uh training um and execution considerations and i think there's a way to to do that with cross training and scale considerations and the gentleman we're going to have uh in uh fort lauderdale with us scott Vinetti is going to be on an upcoming po- episode of the podcast and to talk a little bit more about uh what all he's going to be sharing what the audience is going to be great DeWalker, you've known scott for a number of years this is a guy that's worked at to say that he's worked at an enterprise level is a massive understatement do you want to tell the audience a little bit about scott and what his background is so they get a, a flavor for just how impactful this one segment's going to be
1: uh, yes. Yeah, so, so uh, Scat has uh, uh, s- s- extensive experience in the call center outsourcing arena. Um, so he's worked around gl- globally uh, to work in back office operations. These are big companies that are outsourcing their call centers to um, uh, other platforms. Such and they could be, and I'm not trying to name specific companies, but they could be the New York Times or uh, SiriusXM or some of these bigger companies that outsource their call centers. United Healthcare. Optimum RX, like all these are different companies that you know traditionally would outsource their call center uh, processes. And and they're concerned about patient experience, right? I mean, so if you're calling the optimum RX and you're concerned about the prescription you have and if if you're gonna the insurance is gonna honor it or not honor it and how the shipping's gonna work, it's a very anxious position for um that call center agent to be at. And that call center agent might be in Guatemala, might be Philippines, might be India, wherever they might be, and they have to execute no matter what their uh, country of origin is and make sure that person that's calling in from, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina is having, you know, we're able to address that patient's concerns or the customer's concern. And, and, and they leave the call, you know, with, with a positive outcome. So has done all of these things on a global level Has managed over 43,000 employees, you know, and with almost $700 million in revenue, uh, annual revenue, um, $700 million in annual revenue. Uh, out there. So I think these are very positive things to kind of think about of the level of call center experience that we're going to be able to bring to our clients and, and how that can impact with three, five, 10 person uh, call center. Um, you know, and, and you know, again, if you're able to deliver that for 43,000 employees in a call center environment, uh, I, I think we're going to be able to bring that level of expertise to a five, 10, 15 person call center and, and be able to really fine tune that outcome for most of our clients, if not all of our clients.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, for those who in the audience who are listening to this, and you've got questions about, you know, how to build a call center, why do I want to do it, what are some of the trapdoors and landmines, and and all that kind of stuff, Scott, Scott's encountered everything times ten versus what any of us are ever gonna see in a lifetime in in this type of uh, environment. Actually, probably anything times 100, truth be told. So there's literally not an experience he has not had in terms of developing them, onboarding people, training them, operating, uh, gaining efficiencies, all that kind of good stuff. So it's gonna be a, a super impactful uh, session. Uh, we're going to have him on the podcast coming up to talk a little bit more concretely about it. So you'll learn more in the coming weeks. Let me, um, let me tee up a few more specifics on it. Uh, like I mentioned, the dates are May 10th through 12th. The 10th is predominantly a travel day. That's a Wednesday, uh, predominantly a travel day. Getting to Fort Lauderdale registration that afternoon, cocktail party that evening. Uh, The bulk of the education is going to be all day Thursday with a reception at the end of the day uh, and Friday through about early afternoon, mid afternoon uh, after lunchtime. So, this is going to be something like we've never seen before in the dental industry. And I think it's going to be something that will be of massive benefit uh, to our clients and prospective clients who are in this segment of three or four locations, up to 50-plus locations, and obviously those who are maybe even still in the earlier stages and are contemplating whether or not to go full-blown centralization. This is the two-day event for you. We built it with you in mind, uh, and, and I think you're gonna get a, a tremendous level of benefit out of it. Um, the registration links are open. Uh, you can link to that in the show notes uh, um, and and find registration as well as hotel information. Uh, entry level pricing at this point is $795 per person. That will go up by $100 at the end of February. We are going to limit this to 100 people in attendance, and um, we are going to limit it to three people group in the interest of uh, getting more groups there. So again, more information to come on all of this, but this is enough to launch uh, the concept and get the boat off the dock. And suffice to say, we think it'll be very impactful and probably a little bit of fun too. So I hope you can join us in uh, Fort Lauderdale, May 10th through 12th for building your enterprise platform. Walker, thanks so much for joining me on uh, this announcement show today. Look forward to having you back on another upcoming episode. To talk more about the event in May.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks everybody. Cheers, more information forthcoming.